to the right place, baby. Welcome to the podcast where three girlfriends from the East Coast align each week to chat about all things mental health and wellness from crystals to cocktails. Laugh and heal with us as we navigate balance, confidence, and learning to love each and every inch of ourselves every day. So I figured this out um, a little over a year ago, maybe like almost, yeah, a little over a year ago. I was doing all the right things. You know, I was working out, I was following my meal plan. I was doing all the right things. But when I sat down alone with no device, I was not okay. And so I just right then and there, I was like, okay, well, clearly my mindset should be my first priority. It's above all. So I just completely changed the way I did things and made sure I do my morning routine, which we talked about last episode first before I even start my day. Because if you think about it, you have to be with yourself 24-7. Like if you wake up in the middle of the night, you're there. You know, when you go to work, you're there. When you're working out, you're there. What are you saying to yourself during those times when you're working out, when you're sitting, you know, go ahead, Kelsey. This was just like a perfect transition into what I wanted to talk about because I was going to talk about the ways that you can flip your mindset and self-talk was the first thing that I was going to talk about. The things that you're saying to yourself, obviously we went over like a growth versus a fixed mindset, but if you're telling you something, you can achieve it. You're going to be a lot more likely to actually achieve it than if you're saying, I can't, I can't, I can't, right? Like you need, you need to be, you know, let's go back to the little engine that could, I think I can, I think I can, you know, and that's so powerful and it's so true. And I think that whether you have kids or not, (laughs) we can all relate to that, that when you're in a headspace of uh, being positive and pumping yourself up and knowing that you can achieve any goal that you set your mind to, you're going to be a lot better off than when you're in that victim mentality of, no, I can't do it. I absolutely can't do it. So number one, your self-talk. Number two, like changing your language and not only the way that you talk to yourself, but the way that you talk to others about your goals and where you're headed and what you're looking to achieve. Number three, like what is the mindset that you need to have to achieve your goals? Look at the people that have achieved what you are looking to achieve and what mindset do they have? Number four, like learn and apply, right? So figure out a way that you can read different books and approach things differently than you have in the past. Because obviously, if you've done certain things in the past there and you haven't gotten to where you want to be, it's not working for you. So you need to learn a different way to go about it and apply that, put it into action. Number six, create new habits to support your mindset change. What do you need to do to have that different mindset change. How are you going to go about it? How are you going to take that action? Kind of lay out a plan. And number seven, get out of your comfort zone. We talked about this earlier, but no change is going to come if you aren't willing to, you know, break through that glass ceiling instead of just like hitting it, smash it open and, you know, go after it. Get uncomfortable. And I think what you're saying in a nutshell is almost like, don't be afraid of planting yourself in a different environment if where you're currently rooted is not working for you. And I think that that has, that can have as many layers as it needs to to have in your situation, whether that means like 
relationships, home, job, whatever it is, friendships. Um, but don't be afraid to kind of uproot yourself and kind of the undertone to all of this that we're talking about. And specifically, you know, when you guys were chatting about vision boards and getting your headspace right, all of that is tied into manifesting. So part of this podcast, we definitely wanted to let you guys know that first and foremost, before you try to manifest anything into existence or manifest more abundance or love or relationships into your life, you really do need to get your headspace right. And hopefully by listening to the podcast so far, you have some really good tips and ideas of how to do that. I feel like the the best and fastest way to get your head right is with this one simple question can I do it? It's not really, I don't know if it's that. It's like, no, with this one simple question, do I believe I can do it? And honestly, if you believe you can do it, it's already inside of you and you can. And if you look around and pay attention, you'll see that other people have done it. (laughs) So of course you can do it. Yeah, there's there's so much space for all of us to achieve our goals, even if your goals are the same as someone else's. And like that little engine that could Kels, like instead of thinking, you know, I think I can, when you're manifesting something, you're either saying, I know I can, or I already did. And that is the mindset to get into when you start really using manifestation to your benefit. And so once you have that headspace, be clear on your goals. And I know for sure that whenever we make vision boards, and especially when you guys just revamped yours, I saw some sneak peeks on your Instagram story, um, that you guys got really specific. And I think that being specific and concise about your goals is a total key to success. Because if you say this really vague goal, it kind of just turns into a wish but once you get specific and concise and maybe even have a timeline time frame around it then what you're doing is you're starting to let the universe know and i say the universe um you know as my preferred verbiage because it just for me feels like it summarizes all the cosmic energy that could make amazing things happen let the universe know Um, And start speaking these things into existence because they're so specific to you and your life, they'll have a better chance of coming to fruition because it's not just a wish. You're telling the universe exactly what you want, whether you're journaling it, whether you are uh, saying it out loud as a mantra every day, or putting it on your vision board and having an exact image of the car that you want one day and not just a car this one quote that my coach told me who's a very successful entrepreneur um i'll never forget and i still say it every single day in my meditation it's i can i am i will i love and i need that and it works for some reason it's just i mean we have to trick ourselves to believing in ourselves. How was that? No, 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 no. Well, it's sometimes you do, you have to fake it till you make it a little bit with this confidence and even having faith in the manifestation process for some people, it's like, okay, so I'm just supposed to believe, but I think that we really underestimate the power of our thoughts, the power of our words, because like you said 
earlier, Haley, we are with ourselves all day long. So if you are not saying the right things and moving in the right direction, you could really be one day ending up in a place that you had no plan and intention on being in. So I love the quote, what you think you become. And I don't know, I'm sure that there's plenty of people listening to this podcast right now that has, that has either seen The Secret or read the book The Secret. <laughs> but I watched it when I was younger and I was like, cool, I watch it. That's going to happen. Everything I want is going to come true now. <laughs> I saw that. I'm good. But honestly, it's learning to apply um, ways to manifest and ways to get in the right mindset. So we just talked about all of these ways to get in the right mindset. Lindsay is talking about all of these ways that you can manifest, but it does take action for these things to happen. You can't just be like, okay, I'm positive. Now I'm going to achieve my goals. Okay. I am manifesting. Now I'm just going to manifest all these great things into my life without doing anything. Absolutely. And acting as if those things have already come to you, you know, like you said before, kind of like when we were talking about having haters, you know, you don't want to live at that vibration. So you're not going to act like they do and, you know, start imitating or perpetuating any of that energy. Instead, you're going to act like you're almost 10 years ahead, you know, of where you are right now with that mindset that you're looking to achieve with that maybe career or goal that you had in mind already attained and how that version of yourself would act. If you start acting like that now, you're going to be just pushing yourself forward so far in the right direction. And then also along the way, and this is just my little last point about manifestation, but you have to be so grateful and so thankful for the little blessings and, you know, um, signs, whatever from the universe that you get along the way, all of the good things coming to you. If you want more of it, show gratuity for it, because how else it are, is your energy just supposed to, you know, perpetuate that you want more of it. If you know, you aren't vocalized <laughs> how happy you are for it. Lindsay, I feel like if not, you're just like trying to manipulate you know, like, I want this and that and this and that. Like, you actually have to, you know, put the effort in and give and believe. You can't just want. Or wish, you know, because, yeah. like, it's such a wish. It's like, do you want to blow out the candles, too, while you're at it, while you're talking about all these things that you're not putting to action? Absolutely. And I think that along with gratitude, um, goes service, you know, have it coming from a place of having a servant's heart and um, actually trying to add value and be a giver, not just receiving. Uh, that's an another piece to manifesting is being able to like put out to the world what you want in return. I think that that's something that we could totally do a whole episode on serving for sure. But uh, that's you can always just start small though you know like when you go to petco and they say do you want to donate one dollar to this donate whatever donation like i remember when i was struggling hard with money when i first moved both of my husband and my my jobs like they didn't work out and and like i was being so greedy you know whenever i went to get my dog my dog's food and they off they asked me if i wanted to do the donation i would immediately say no no, no, I don't have that. I don't have that. I don't have that. So the, the universe did not give because 
I put it, I put that energy out there. I don't have that. I don't have that. And so my husband, um, thankfully he has a different mindset and really helped me just to start giving more to receive more. And so little, just start little. I just gave a dollar, you know, a dollar to this donation. And I swear to you, my whole life started changing once I started just giving that $1. I promise you just little actions make big changes. Absolutely. And there's so many stores now. I don't know if you guys have realized this lately. I definitely have. Where when you're checking out, they said you want to round up on the dollar and give to a certain cause. Like what is that 80 cents gone from your wallet gonna do? That's so cool. I love that. But also like another, um, say if like you truly do not have 80 cents, like you being grateful for the job that you do not like is huge for the universe or whatever you want to call it, higher power or whatever, because it shows that you are happy and understand where like why you are exactly where you are and you are ready and willing to make changes to become and be more. So I feel like once you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to use this job as my stepping stone for my, you know, my dream job, but you're happy and you're being nice to people that are coming in and, you know, you're doing like, you're opening doors for people and you're saying thank you to your manager. Those little things, I know it's hard to do, but if it's free, first of all, and second of all, it's huge for your future. If you just actually, you know, give it a go. (laughs) And I think it's easy to feel grateful and thankful and be expressing and practicing gratuity when you're happy. But I think that the power of consistency applies here too, that you still have to practice gratuity and find things to be thankful for when you're kind of slipping and in a dark spot, or maybe you're having a bad day and you need to still in that moment, find those things that you're grateful and thankful for because it's gonna at least lift your mood. (laughs) Even if you half mean it, you know, at the end of the day, you're gonna feel a little bit better just because you put it out there. For sure. And it's funny that you say that about consistency, because I was going to talk about the way that I do affirmations. And affirmations, I think, are a great way to get into some form of manifesting as well. Part of my morning routine every day is I used to just write I am affirmations like I am limitless. I am powerful. I am giving. I am grateful. You know, all these things that you maybe are or want to be. I am successful. Uh, But I learned a new way of saying my affirmations and writing them down. And I have started writing them this way. And one that I wrote this morning was, because I am consistent, I see personal and professional growth. I love that, Kelsey. <laughs> thank, thank you. But writing it in that context, because I am, I receive, basically. Like, because I'm doing this action, I get this outcome. And putting that in your brain just makes you approach it so differently. And it makes it feel more real. And I mean, that's the truth too, because I am consistent. I see personal and professional growth. If it wasn't for consistency, I wouldn't be where I am and I wouldn't be having any sort of growth. Yeah. And I feel like you wouldn't write that down and not act consistent. (laughs) 
Right. You're already honoring that behavior that you've done and that you're about to do. I love that. Absolutely. And can I also say like, just, we need to do an accountability plug again here because I'm still, you guys still on this three week, no drinking challenge. I will be done on Saturday and I texted our podcast group chat earlier and I was like, I really want wine, <laughs> you know, kind of just hoping one of them would be like, you're almost at the end, just have a glass. And <laughs> Lindsay was like, you know, I'm going to be a good friend and say, don't do it. You're so close. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I'm going to pour a glass of kombucha. So that's exactly what I did. And, you know, I have had the strength to continue on with this, but it really is just that next level of accountability of, you know, when you maybe want to cave a little bit, having those people that have your back that are willing to just nudge you back on track. And you know what? If you did pour that glass of wine today, you could have been sending the universe mixed signals. You are someone who, I know you, you are someone who commits and you commit so hard, but it's obviously everyone has their little moments of weakness, but by giving into that, you're telling the universe, I don't really want that goal. I said I wanted it and you're doing what you can to bring it my way, but you know, I I don't really want that. And that could apply to anything. Yeah. Kind of like the alarm clock. Yes. The alarm clock will make or break you end of story. <laughs> like you, if you snooze your alarm clock, you are telling your higher power immediately. I don't really give a fuck about those goals actually. So snooze on. <laughs> I think, I think, I think Kaylee's talking to me right now. I've been snooze a few too many times lately. Tomorrow's my day. <laughs> 2021. <laughs> so since this Our podcast is called Crystals to Cocktails. I also wanted to give our listeners two crystal suggestions for manifestation and just for like attracting abundance into your life. And you guys can tell me if you have these. I'm pretty sure both of you do. So the first is clear quartz. So that is kind of like the black or like high-waisted legging of crystals. <laughs> like it looks good with everything. Everyone has everyone has it. If you don't, you should. You need it. Okay. Because it um, works with all of your chakras and encourages clarity. It is like also a clear crystal too um, in how it looks, but it works all of your chakras. And also Haley, I want to hear about more about the crystal you got today at the end of this but um so clear quartz is great and then also citrine and citrine is really good too especially for when you're trying to attract abundance no matter what it is but it works apparently (laughs) great with money word on the street and that's more of like a yellowish orange color and what's kind of cool is it actually interacts with your third chakra, which is your solar plexus. And that is the seed where that is located in your body is the seed of how you view and think about money. So whenever you're meditating or doing those positive affirmations that Kelsey was kind of telling you how to make even more effective or just speaking your manifestations into existence first thing in the morning, if you hold those crystals, citrine on your solar plexus and, you know, clear quartz on one of your other chakras, it could just in 
amplify that, you know, experience and that manifestation for you. We definitely both have, uh, well, I definitely have both of those crystals. I highly suggest maybe just like putting them in your bra, get them close to your heart and your soul. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But honestly, that is awesome to hear both of those things. And I think that listening to and applying these things, you guys, that's what we're here for is to try and give you advice and help you, you know, get a little bit more clear on your mindset and manifesting and learning more about things that maybe you weren't as interested in before. Um, Clear quartz was actually my first crystal ever. And what I recommend anybody to start off with for sure. And um, it's an energy amplifier. Use the clear quartz to focus your attention to assist in achieving any goal, which is huge, especially when you're meditating and you're visualizing. And then um, also it's, it's also used in spiritual development and healing. It clears and activates the energy centers in the body. And I love you. No, I mean, because this is the clear quartz is the stone of meditation. And this is like, was huge for me because I struggled a lot with meditation, especially when I was brand new to it. So it really helped with that. Um, But yeah, that was the first stone I ever got. And it's highly recommended to get you like for your first crystal ever. We have reached your favorite part of the episode (laughs) where we get into truth or tequila shots. Uh, Linz, what are you going to go with this week? I am going to stick in solidarity with my sober sister, Kelsey. I'm going to pick truth this week. Awesome. Haley, what are you going to go with? Cool, not me. Tequila. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, fuck my sober sister. Consistency (laughs) over time. (laughs) Living proof. (laughs) All right. And Kelsey, what are you going with? Oh, you already said that. Truth. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> one more time for the people in the back yeah yeah yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Oh, Lindsay's like I'm gonna go with truth because I've already had three glasses of wine <laughs> honestly my face is getting more and more red throughout this entire Lindsay, I've never seen your face red right can, can you guys tell like it looks so red you do look it's a little it's my natural color I'm adorable okay go ahead <laughs> sorry <laughs> Blinded by the light. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like I needed to fill this out. <laughs> Is the next line cut it loose like a deuce? I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't go any further. <laughs> Something about being a runner in the night, and I think that it's just never going to be me. Cut. <laughs> this I do know. All right, Linz, I have a question for you. Okay. So we know you had to swipe left a lot, maybe <laughs> swiped right a few times, had a couple matches. Let's hear about the worst dating app date you ever went on. Oh my gosh. So this- can we first talk about again, real quick, how you are in love now? Yes. <laughs> Yes, I am very much in love. I am in a a very happy and healthy relationship. We are going on a year and a half, but who is counting? (laughs) And, and yeah, in order to get here, I spent years online dating. (laughs) 
<laughs> and it was a dark, it was a dark time, but no, it actually, it left me with so, so many stories and I can't even like, I can't even unpack all of it right now, but I'll give you this little carry on. Okay. So <laughs> basically, <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I went on the word off. Well, you know what? Honestly, there are two dates that were really, really bad, but this one, this one was a little bit more offensive. So this one happened in early 2019. And I honestly don't even remember his name at this point because I just mentally blocked it all out. But he seemed kind of nice, seemed like, you know, I don't really have a type, but just seemed like physically the type of person I could see myself with. And it was, he was very direct and I enjoyed that because, you know, the last thing I want to do is think about the plans to make. Um, I'm always so go with the flow. It's painful. So I, it was like, great. Like he basically planned the whole date and I was like, awesome. I'll show up. And when I did, we were seated in the furthest like table from the entrance of the restaurant, but there was no one else there. So it was the most awkward spot and it was seven o'clock. So me being the hungry girl I am assumed that if you invite me out for seven o'clock, we're going to have dinner. So didn't eat. And, you know, she came around the waitress with drinks and I need to just backtrack for a second because we hugged each other. And I do have to say, I say I don't have a type, but like usually I do gravitate towards taller guys. And he, uh, he said <laughs> he was taller. <laughs> and it's is not this a the typical, Is this the typical I'm six foot when they're like maybe five eight? Absolutely. Because right. I was in, I am five eight and I was in healed booties as one should be on a date in December, whatever. I don't know. But yeah, so I was in, I was wearing heels and he kind of hops off the bench that he's sitting on. And I say hop because there was a distance between his feet and the floor because he was just much, much shorter than what he advertised. And that's okay. That did not make or break the day right there. I was just like, cool, noted. We lied. But also, like, cool, you lied, though. Yeah. Cool. You're a liar. We're going to run <laughs> with this. It's not a no. I've done it before. But, uh, yeah, so that was, like, okay, so this is how we're starting the date. We get into, you know, conversation. The waitress comes over and takes a drink order. And when she comes back with the drinks, asks us about food. And I kind of don't say anything. I have a little pause and see what he's going to say. And he's just like, no, no, we're good. Thank you, though. And I look at him and he's just like, oh yeah, I, I had a pizza before you got here. And I was like, oh, here? Did you eat it here without me because you don't want to pay for me? Or did you have one at home? I'm not sure what's happening. So it was, mind you again, seven o'clock. I was like, not even an appetizer. Okay, we're going to make it quick. I get it. And so it just starts you know, feeling a little awkward, feeling a little interviewee, um, as opposed to like, you know, natural conversation. Yeah. Lindsay, I, Lindsay, I'm sweating for you right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It, I haven't even, I, this is the tip of the iceberg. So I'm going to also speed this up a little bit. I'll just give you some bullet points because the, the minutia of the conversation is not important. What's important is that I went to the restroom and came back 
And because again, there was no one in the restaurant, basically my, the heels of my shoes were clicking on the ground. And when I sat back down, he was like, your shoes are really loud. Like as if it was a really bad thing. And I was like, yeah, there's just like no one in here. So it was so awkward. Fast forward to him asking me what I do for fun. I say going to the beach. I'm covered in freckles head to toe. Always have been. He tells me I should probably get checked for skin cancer. I said, thank you for the spike in my anxiety. And then after he tells me I'm beautiful after insulting me multiple times at the same time, he tells me that he is legally blind. So tells me I'm beautiful, followed by I actually am blind. Oh my God, Lindsay. And needless to say, it was, it was, it was so awkward. He was wearing cowboy boots and I live in New Hampshire. Okay. I'm done. I'm done. I I secretly wish that you started a podcast while you were going through these Tinder dates. But Uh you know what? That pain, that pain brought you to where you are now, Lindsay. Honestly, <laughs> I really feel like we could start a business auditing people people's uh, dating profiles. I've thought about this already <laughs> because clearly <laughs> I'm also, well, you're not single anymore. I, I took that place. <laughs> I had a dating app for like a week and I couldn't handle it. I just could not handle it. <laughs> All right, Kels. Shall we ask you a question? Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. All right, Kelsey, I want to know where is the first place you want to travel outside of the United States once the volume has been turned down on traveling and the virus and all of that stuff? I want to know where you want to go because you are such a traveler. And you take such beautiful pictures everywhere you go. I just kind of want to know where you're headed next. Well, I have several places that I want to go, but you said out of the country. All right, I'll answer this in two ways. I'll answer in the country and out of the country, just because I feel like it. (laughs) So out of the country, I've always wanted to go to Greece. I really want to go to Santorini. It's just somewhere that looks amazing to me and i've never been to lake tahoe and oh I really my gosh go. <laughs> and it is just from what i see a gorgeous area so that's definitely on the top of the list for sure it seriously looks so beautiful out there i don't blame you it's insane and i will say that honestly i never thought that i'd be someone that was a traveler or left the country because uh I never dreamed that big. And I don't know why, because my parents have always traveled and they've left the country several times when I was younger. Uh, But I just never thought it was in the cards for me because I did have a victim mindset before. I was constantly a victim of my circumstances and I let that define me for a long time. Once I changed my mindset, I've now been out of the country four times. I have been to Spain twice. I have been to Portugal. I have been to Italy. I have been to Canada. uh, And I plan on going a million more places once COVID dies down. But three, at least three of those were on my vision board, you guys. So it became a reality once I set it as an intention to become my reality. That is so powerful. And Haley, I think you should take your shot as a cheers to... 
coming full circle in this podcast right now. Here for it. Virtual cheers. I guess I should do a truth next time, huh? <laughs> and maybe I'll do a shot. And maybe Kels will, because actually she'll be cleanse-free. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next week's episode, I'm 1,000% here for a shot. We will all have to take one. I'll be there. <laughs> and hopefully we see you there, too. Yes. And on next week's episode, no truth. <laughs> next week's episode we're bombed <laughs> next week's episode we, we remove the first tea of tots we're just ots <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the crystals to cocktails podcast we can't thank you enough follow us on instagram at crystals to cocktails and hit that subscribe button baby yes and make sure to tune in every thursday for new episodes all right love you Bye! <laughs>